Where do you go to find authenticity and truth? Nobody wants to talk about the skeletons in their closet, the nitty gritty, or the failures, all of which I believe are the most important parts of anybody's story of success. This is a place where we say what nobody else is saying. Truth with Tara, welcome to the fold. What's up, everybody, and welcome to Truth with Tara. Today's episode is entitled The Courage to Pivot, and I want to start today's episode off with a little story, and it begins about four years ago in the gold room of what I call the gold room of my studio in Atlanta at Tara Simon Studios. I had hired a videographer to shoot some one-minute tips and tricks to grow my Instagram page for the business because I was just starting to try to grow our online presence. We were so busy already from word of mouth, and I thought, well, what would it be like if I actually tried to advertise because we really didn't need to for a while before? So I came and hired this guy and we were shooting for a couple weeks and and one particular shootout, he said, hey, we have some extra time at the end of our shoot. Would you like to shoot something more long format maybe for YouTube? And I was like, sure, why not? And he goes, okay. And I said, well, what should I, what should I film? Like it was very, you know, last minute and I wasn't expecting to. And he said, why don't you just react to something? And I said, well, (laughs) what do you mean? He's like, well, just pick someone that's singing something great and react to it. And I was like, well, that's dumb. Who would watch that? I I wouldn't. And he's like, well, I don't know. It's a thing. And, you know, just, just do what you do in voice lessons. I'm like, well, I definitely can do that. I mean, I, I react to people all the time in voice lessons and I give my critiques and my opinions. I've essentially actually been training for this all my life. So sure, let's do it. So we picked, I think it was like, I don't know, Tori Kelly or, or some, some random, you know, cool vocalist. And I reacted to it. And I said yes. And I pivoted from what I I thought the original intent of the shootout was. And I I just decided to say yes and try something different. Well, that was how Tara Simon Studios on YouTube was born. And four years later, we are at nearly a million subscribers. We grew at 2,000 subscribers a day at one point when I first started. It was like gangbusters. And we grew so fast and so easily. I had no idea what even the back end of YouTube was like. I literally just kept doing what worked and I kept posting videos. I kept posting reactions and people seemed to love them. And our business at Tara Simon Studios went, and I kid you not, from 0% of online referrals from YouTube that attributed to uh, private lesson students to now to date, 92% of our business comes from YouTube and from people all over the world who want to take lessons at TSS from seeing me or my coaches or both of us on the YouTube channel. And we also went from being very local in Atlanta to, you know, kind of tri-state area to literally students all over the world in every single time zone on every single continent um, on this globe. And it's just opened up this whole new world because I had the courage to just say yes and pivot one day. And what's interesting about the courage to pivot though, is that you got to keep pivoting. In fact, one businessman that I really respect, he said to me, you know, it used to be that you needed to pivot about every three years to stay on top of your market in whatever field you're in. But now these days, because everything moves so fast, you need to pivot every six months. 
And just even that sentence freaking exhausts me because let me tell you, it's really hard to finally find a niche. And once you've found it, you're just like, ah, let me just sit in this for a while and do this really well and execute so that I don't have to like be in that uncomfortable space between like what I know and what I don't know. I I just want to stick with what I know and, and reactions work. So let's just keep doing this, right? But there was a point about two years in to doing reactions where I noticed, hmm, there's a lot of other reactors coming up. And some of them are good. Some of them have no freaking idea what they're talking about. And um, there's a there's a lot of them though. Like it's kind of becoming a red ocean. So I probably should do something about that. And the thought came up, it rose up inside of me and I immediately squelched it down. And I was like, yeah, 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 no, you just need to do more. You just need to make more content. You, you know, when I would have a new idea, like Sing Better in Seconds, which is an original series on the channel, instead of like pivoting in a big way to that, I would just add it as another posting day on YouTube. So I started off posting two times a week, doing two reactions a week. And then I decided, well, I'm going to do two reactions and then go live on, and do a Q&A. And so that was three times a week. And then I decided when I when I had the idea for Sing Better in Seconds, I thought I was pivoting and I kind of was, but I really more was adding two. I wasn't making a whole huge pivot. I added another day for Sing Better in Seconds. So I was posting four videos a week. And then TikTok became big. And my brother had this awesome idea of me reacting to TikTokers. And I was the first to do that on, on YouTube. And then all the other reactors quickly within a matter of weeks um, decided to follow suit, which I can't blame them. It was a good idea. So I add another day for for reacting to TikTok. So that's five days now. And then as time went on, I had this other idea of creating this series called Throne Room Confessions, where I would sort of speak like I do now on the podcast, only it was a visual and an audio. And, and I would release that on the channel. And that was six days a week for Throne Room Confessions. And then of course, I had this brilliant idea as I'm getting more and more frantic as to why my viewership is slowing down and why my subscribers are slowing down to do this series called One Take Wonders, where I sing a song all the way through and I don't edit it. I don't comp it. I don't auto tune it. And then I react to that um, in a week or so later for an educational, this is quote unquote, how a real singer sings and no, it's not always perfect, but this is what it sounds like kind of example. That made seven posts a week, guys, seven. And I wasn't pivoting really. I was just spinning. (laughs) And there's such a difference. I have learned, woo, I have learned the hard way between pivoting and spinning, okay? And I, I said all that so that you know the difference. Here's the difference. Here's, here's what I should have done two years ago. A pivot would have been, in hindsight, hmm, okay, reactors are all over the place. They're a dime a dozen. They're doing reactions. Have the courage in yourself and know that your audience will go with you and loves you enough to do something completely different. Do something that none of the other reactors can do. Do something that they don't have the talent or the guts to do, like what I'm going to be doing in 2022. Make new videos that are still vocally educational, but they're more entertainment than just entertainment or just education. Make it both and make it different and make it hard. Make it, make it difficult so that it's not as easily duplicated, you know, like in two weeks they were, everybody else was doing TikTok reactions, you know, and there I was originating it, but it didn't matter because it had already been watered down in two weeks, right? Do something that they don't have the talent or the guts to do. 
to make yourself different and to find a blue ocean. That's a true pivot. Spinning is just, okay, well, I'm still sort of scared to stop reacting and to, and to not do that anymore or just really lessen it and maybe do it like once a week or once a month. And I'm really going to put my time and my effort into rebranding, redesigning, reinventing myself and my content and putting out more things that are different and really differentiate me from the rest of the crowd. I didn't do that. I started spinning instead. And for two years, I spun and I spun and I worked myself into the ground. I, I, I was so busy, you guys, in posting seven videos a week, plus running a very busy company for private lessons, plus an online course that was its own other company, plus, plus, plus being a single mom and, and doing all the, like, listen, I was, I was stupid spinning. Okay. I wish someone would have stopped me by the shoulders and stopped my spinning and just said, Tara, you don't need to be striving and doing all these things. Do a couple things and make it a true pivot. You don't need to hold on to what's worked in the past, but not really, really working now. Like do something different. You you did something different to start this. You were You stopped doing the one minute tips and tricks on Instagram to start YouTube. You said yes to that. It was a complete pivot. It was a complete differentiation from your original intention of that day. And you said yes to it. So why are you scared to do it again? And, and here's where success is kind of funny. When you don't have anything to lose, you're super open to trying anything. But as soon as you have something to lose, you get a little tight gripped, you get a little white knuckled, and you start to think to yourself, I don't know if I have the guts or what it takes to really truly open handedly, try something new and pivot because what if this goes away? So what is it in your life that you're kind of holding on to that's your, your sort of feather in your cap that you really just, you need, you want, because it's part of what makes you something to talk about. It's part of what makes you proud of saying who you are. And it's part of what makes people proud of talking about who you are because YouTube became that for me. You know, I, I became a YouTube influencer, never intended to, but once it was given to me, once I worked for it and got it, I kind of liked it and I didn't want to let it go. And I didn't want it to be done. And I didn't want to shrink. I didn't, what if my subscribers leave me? You know, what if, what if your boss, you know, that, that when you tried something new, what if, what if he says it's dumb? What if you, you go and take a risk and, you know, even something as silly as like pivoting and doing a new hairstyle and, and your husband doesn't like it? Like, well, what if, you know, well, so what? So what? Are you still who you are at the end of the day? And I think it all goes back to identity and not allowing yourself to be wrapped up in, their, in the doing of who you are, but in the being of who you are. What's funny is that in, in spinning and not pivoting, all I did was tread a bunch of water and work really, really hard to tread that water. And, and my head, yes, was above, above the water. And, and I looked on the outside to be doing well. But I was like that duck on a pond, you know. I, I was gliding along, so it seemed, to everybody else. But my poor little duck-webbed feet underneath were like, like, like a million miles a minute. And I burned myself the hell out. And I, yes, I said the hell out because I did burn myself the hell out. You know, I have – I, guys – I have been super sick the last three months. It, it will have been three months on December 18th since I've been sick. And I'm talking sick, like, like in bed, not able to answer emails sick for at least a solid month of that. Okay. It's been rough times. And I am now back to myself and praise Jesus. I believe I've been healed completely. 
But wow, it, what a hard, hard, tragic lesson for me to learn um, a very difficult way. And so I'm really, I'm wanting to save you from that same thing and to, to tell you, stop spinning and just simply pivot. Remind yourself that you were the same person who you were before this good thing happened in your life, before you saw some success, before you finally got that gratification or that attaboy, girl. You were who you were then. I was still Tara Simon four, four and a half, five years ago before YouTube. I was the same Tara Simon then, and I'm the same Tara Simon now. It's just the difference is a lot more people know me now. That's the only difference, but they don't even really know me. I'm pretty transparent and vulnerable on YouTube, to be honest, so they know probably more about me than most other people they follow would would know, right? But like, I really let people in a lot, and, and including in, in the podcast, like, I don't really hide anything, <laughs> to be honest. So I guess you do know me very well. But, you know, for someone who isn't family, who is an onlooker, I think that there's a lot more people out there who kind of hide the the dirty and hide the grimy, hide the shame uh, than I do. And so, if if you are that person who's saying, wow, you know, like I I am feeling that. I'm feeling the spin. And and people know me as this person who's super productive and super proactive. And I feel like I have to continue that in order to be accepted, in order to be loved, in order to be successful. I would just say, say to you this: look, I'm not telling you to stop doing everything. No one wants to stop doing stuff, right? I mean, that that's when you're dead. But what is it? What's that nugget or that kernel of of purity within what you do? Where is that thing that that was the reason or your why to why you started? Where is that? Because at the end of the day, here's why I started. I really wanted to grow my business and I wanted to spread love and light through music. That was that was really at the core. I'm a musicianary. It's who I am, and I love to entertain people. So how do I do that? And, and pivot at the same time. How do I create content? And this is, of course, in context of YouTube, but if, for you, it's not. It could be anything. But what is, where's that kernel of truth that originated your whole efforts in the first place? If you can go back to that as you're spinning and remind yourself of originally why you started. Like for me, the, the reactions were, I really want to show people my authority as a vocal coach that I know what I'm talking about. And I want to encourage people and, and let them know that they have a voice, that they matter. That's really why I make content. And so I, if I remind myself of that and I go back to those roots, then the, the possibilities in which I can create new content and find that blue ocean are endless because the core values of why I make content, that can be a through line in anything else. It doesn't have to be reactions. So if you get really real and honest with yourself about, hey, why am I doing all of this stuff? I mean, I know, you know, oh, I've got... I've got um, these luncheons that I've planned and I, I've got these meetings and, I, and I've got these, these, uh, these activities and, and I've, got, I've got this project and I've, I've developed all these things that keep me busy, but yet like why did I start it in the first place? And if you can remember your why, you can take that why that's very broad. It's not as specific as a meeting or a luncheon or an activity or a project. You can take that why and then you can pivot it and you can say, okay, this is not working. I'm doing a lot of things and none of it really seems to yield as much fruit as when I started. So I have to have the courage to pivot. I have to remember my why. I have to remember that kernel of truth, but then take that and I need to turn my head in another direction while holding on to that original kernel of truth. 
And that's exactly what I'm doing with my YouTube channel. So let me give you an example, okay? And, and I, I wish that I knew your situation. I could like help you with yours exactly. But let me give you an example so that maybe you can see what that means and apply it to yourself. So I told you how, you know, I was, I'm in a red ocean. There's lots and lots of people doing reactions. And I should have pivoted two years ago, but I just really didn't want to because it was uncomfortable for me. And I didn't want to be in that gap of unknowing, right? But if I take that kernel of truth as to I want to show my authority and what I know and I want to tell people that they matter and they have a voice and that they're loved, those are the core values, okay? I don't have to do reactions to do that. Everybody's doing that. So what do I do? I do some journaling. I do some soul searching. I do some research on YouTube as to what some really high performing videos are doing, maybe even completely outside of YouTube. I kind of broaden my horizons. I do some recon and I let myself dream a little bit, right? Let yourself dream a little bit. Take yourself outside of the constraints of what you are doing because you don't have to keep doing it and think, what if? Go from a place of curiosity. I wonder what it would be like if I made a video that showed people how to get over stage fright in a really creative way. Hmm, how would I do that? Well, I hate snakes. I can't simulate stage fright on a stage for me because being on a stage for me is second nature. I love it. It's like my home away from home, right? So I can't show you with a heart rate monitor or anything what it would be like to be on a stage and have stage fright. But I sure can be super scared of snakes. So what am I gonna do? I'm gonna do a video about singing with snakes. And can you imagine the thumbnail of that video and how viral looking it'll be, the clickbait of that? I mean, I'm gonna have snakes all over me and I'm going to have a doctor there and a heart rate monitor and I'm going to simulate the heart rate in which you would have stage fright because that'll be very easy for me with snakes being placed all over me as I sing. And I'm gonna show you guys how to get through stage fright by singing with snakes. So for me, it won't be on a stage because I'm not scared of a stage, but I'm freaking afraid of snakes. And I'm gonna be brave. I'm gonna do something that nobody else has the talent or the guts to do. And I'm gonna make a crazy cool video that is entertaining, that shows people that they can get past their fears because I'm doing it on camera. Please, please Jesus, take the wheel with the snakes. I'm gonna get over my fear of snakes. I'm gonna figure that out on camera. I'm gonna be brave. I'm gonna be bold. I'm gonna be use my talent as well. And, and I'm gonna do something that is actually very applicable to a vocalist's issues. And there you have it. That is an example of a really, really good pivot. And yeah, it's going to be harder. It's going to be a logistical nightmare to try to go to a snake farm or a herpery or whatever you call them and, and set that up. It's going to take more money, more time, more personnel, but I think it's going to be a really cool video. And I'm going to, I'm going to do my best to constantly pivot in that way with those types of pieces of content where, yeah, it's not as easy as sitting on my throne and making a video. I can pump 15 of those out in a day if I want to, but really is the juice worth the squeeze if everybody else is doing that? I just really feel that the brand of Tara Simon Studios and the followers that I have, you guys, terabytes, you guys you guys want excellence and you are always pushing for more too. And so you inspire me. You inspire me to constantly push for more. And I, I have to say, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for seeing that two years ago and not doing anything about it and just wanting to stay comfortable in the, in the structure and in the formula that I sort of stumbled into, but didn't have the courage at the time or the time or the energy to pivot out of. And so I just started spinning. And so if you find yourself in this stupid spin today and you're overwhelmed and you feel like you're doing so much more than you should, and it's just not yielding the fruit that you want, I encourage you to stop, stop right now, take three breaths in and out and think to yourself, 
Why did you originally start what you're doing in the first place? Write it down. It, it literally, it shouldn't be more than two to three sentences. If it is, you, you're not clear on it. Okay. It could even be a word. That's fine. Even better, more concise. And then take that kernel of truth. Look around you, do some research as to what's working for other people. And then say to yourself, how can I do something different that nobody else has the guts or the talent to do? or the time, or maybe it's, you know, you have a one-up because you have, you know, a bunch of investors and you have a lot of money to expend or, or I don't know, whatever it is, but take that kernel of truth with you. That's a true pivot. That's no longer a spin. And I'm, I'm leading by example. My 2022, it's going to be a, a total pivot. And you know what? There's risk involved. Guess what? It might not work, but you know what? I don't care because I know definitely what won't work. Doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different result. Actually, that's kind of insanity. You guys know that. So today, let's all decide that we're going to have the courage to pivot. We're going to stop the stupid spin and we are going to take that kernel of truth, look to the right or to the left, expand our borders, enlarge our territory, and have the courage to pivot. Thanks so much for listening to Truth with Tara. Remember to rate, review, subscribe, and share. And if you have any questions or topics you'd like me to cover in future podcast episodes, don't hesitate to email info at tarasimonstudios.com. I love you guys so much. I am proud of you and I'll catch you on the next one. Yeah.